Are you wanting to create a highly prosperous photography business doing what you love? Or maybe you have a great business already and want to up your game? Then you're in the right place. Master craftsman photographer Lucy Dumas and her guests are here to support you on your journey. Now here's your hostess and tour guide, Lucy. Hello from San Diego. So far, one of the things I'm finding in recording podcasts is getting started. I struggle to say just the perfect thing, so you'll be like, whoa, I want to listen to her. (laughs) So with this podcast, with any of the other ones that you listen to, if you're like, wait a minute, that sounded sort of awkward, let's just celebrate that because, you know, perfect is the enemy of done. And my goal is to share with you and kind of squeeze out all these thoughts I have in my head, uh, find awesome people and have great, great discussions that can have a lot of value. And of course, I'd like you to review and give me some stars and what's that other word? Oh, yeah. Subscribe. (laughs) So I'm always going to be saying that at the beginning. And yes, I'd love to connect with you at lucydumascoaching.com. If you haven't already downloaded my ebook, 10 Big Ideas for Marketing High-End Photography in the Real World, which is about the non-social media ways to get work, then just hop over to lucydumascoaching.com and grab your copy before they're all gone. (laughs) So I was looking at different notes that I'd taken and different things I've written, and I ran across a list of, let me see, well, it's about 20 things that I think someone just starting out or even someone that wants to make sure that, that their business is set up properly to move forward and grow, want to consider and put in place. And I thought for one of my early episodes, this might be super valuable to you. So here we go with that list. Um, let's see, number one. Before launching a photography business, and, you know, this might seem obvious, but take time to learn your craft. You want to feel confident. You don't need to be the best photographer that ever lived yet, but you do need to have mastery of the basic photography skills, how to use your camera, knowing a bus stop from an F-stop. Bus stop from an F-stop. I don't know who I heard that from, but I I like the term. (laughs) And learn some good basic posing and lighting. Okay, number two, create a simple business plan and set doable goals that make you a little bit scared, but are not so impossible that then you would give up easily. Number three, of course, I would suggest you hire a coach. Hiring someone that really believes in you and your vision and knows both the photography business and how to inspire and guide you through the journey can provide a shortcut to your success. You can make all the mistakes you want on your own, or you can have somebody side by side with you who's also been further ahead. Avoid those pitfalls. Number four. When you're setting prices, which of course you need to do, 
that, you want to start with the end in mind. And I will be doing a class on how to set prices because that's a whole that's a whole skill in itself. But by referencing your simple business plan with your one-year, three-year, five-year goals, you want to create a price menu that will be easy for you to achieve those goals. Remember that after you figure out the cost of running your business, including the cost of goods, taxes, overhead, cameras, insurance, repair, assistance, list goes on and on. Most photographers keep about a third of every dollar they bring in. If they're priced decently, meaning not so low that you're actually losing money, and bringing in maybe forty or 50000 gross per year. Um, it's really important that you do not base your prices on a multiplication factor, especially for 11 by 14s and smaller. People are paying for your photography, your talent, your skill, your time, what it took to be the master photographer, set up your business, the food, lodging, everything that you need to be able to create these photographs. They're not paying for the photography. One of my friends, and again, I don't know who said this first, but always says, you're not paying for the paper. The paper is actually my gift to you. You're paying for the work and for the time. You do in pricing and setting up the business, you want to decide if you want to be a high medium or low volume business. Pricing and marketing will impact that decision. Now, if you decide to be a high volume, you really want to think about time management and how much time each job and also the, all the other things that go into running the business will take. And you will need an assistant when you do a high volume. And it's always good to have assistance. So I'm going to throw in one that I did not put in on this list, which is get help before you think you need it or can afford it. And in case I didn't put this on the list, you need to have some money in the bank. You need to have some income and plan that it may take you a couple of years to actually be able to see a profit if you're doing everything, and not perfectly, but if you're diligently working in the industry. So you need money to invest. You need money for equipment. You need money for education. You need money for marketing and, and a coach or any kind of business expense. One thing that I really attribute my 37 years of success to is that I have been active both in my national, state, and local professional photographers of America associations. I've attended meetings, I've volunteered, I've gone to conventions, I've personally taught at them, I've entered print competition, which I highly recommend. I did receive the Master Craftsman degree many, many years ago, and that activity really grew my photography. You know, my clients, maybe they don't care that I am a 
master craftsman, but my work shows in in the pursuit of that. Uh, another really big tip for me is don't start charging right away. Do things for volunteer. Find people who really deserve to be photographed and do some things for them as a gift. And also assist photographers for free. I actually assisted somebody that eventually I was paid. And surprisingly, I learned a lot about what not to do. But then I also assisted some amazing photographers who had very successful businesses and learned what to do. So don't be afraid to just show up and say, hey, do you need an assistant? We'll work for education. Uh, let's see. I don't know which number I'm at yet. Maybe it's six. <laughs> but you want to decide how you're going to do your sales. To me, selling printed photographs in person, which is also called IPS or in-person sales, to me is the best way to earn the most income and serve your clients in the strongest way possible. Whether or not you decide to sell digitals, it is essential that you price them in a way that you will not be giving away huge potential profits. I personally do not want people printing my work, so I don't sell digitals. I will offer to post on my Facebook anything that they have purchased and tag them if their main reason for, for wanting digitals is because they want to share them with family and friends. Um, true story. My nephew and his wife, when I first got a digital camera, I sent them a file of their favorite image from some family portraits that I took for them. And when I got their Christmas cards, their skin was blue, literally blue. And years later, my nephew's wife admitted to me that she thought that I was maybe not a good photographer anymore based on the printing that was done at Walmart. So that just scared the bejesus out of me. I like that word. Bejesus or bejeebers. I think it's bejeebers. Anyway, it scared me. And I want everything I do for people to be the most beautiful possible and reflect well on my image and the brand that I have built. Okay, learn how to sell. A lot of photographers in the beginning are not comfortable even with the word sales and they feel like they're going to have to be pushy or like slimy. Honestly, selling is an art and it's creative and once you have the skills, it's fun. Selling is one of my superpowers and as I started coaching about six years ago, I discovered that I have a system and I now have formalized that system so when people work with me, we go over all the details step by step so that they can have amazing sales, usually of several large portraits and an album per client. But, you know, decide what you're going to do and don't base your decision on if you're kind of scared to sell. A lot of photographers, because of their fear of selling, start their businesses by either 
photographing and handing the digital files off or doing what I trademark post and pray, which is to put the photographs on a program and hope and pray <laughs> that people will, will buy them. I will be creating a podcast episode that specifically will share with you why I believe selling in person, learning to be a master salesperson, using a nice projector, and creating a, an experience for your clients in the sales room is so important in, in selling our work. But for now, just know that by learning and by sitting with your clients, you're going to gain confidence because you'll see what they love. You'll get to experience their emotion with them. You're going to improve your photography because you'll see what they buy. And you'll also be serving your clients well because you'll be the trusted advisor. You're going to hear that term over and over again from me if you subscribe to my podcast. The trusted advisor that guides them to select the finished art that will give them lifetimes of joy. And my friends and my coaching clients and I have, I think, a much higher job satisfaction because we're building those relationships with clients and we're delivering something that gives them joy. And I usually get a great big hug. That's my favorite part. Okay, so number whatever it is now, let's just call it eight. <laughs> Beg, borrow, or steal the money to attend a week-long class with the Professional Photographers of America affiliates like West Coast School or Rocky Mountain School. There's Texas School. When you spend a week with one photographer who has had a successful journey doing what you want to learn with a small group, it's like putting your career in warp drive. My business really took off when I did a week with Joyce Wilson. She's one of my mentors and heroes, and she's still around teaching, which I love. And from that point on, I, I did not look back. Business grew and my confidence grew. So do what you can to get yourself to a serious school. Number nine, learn how to market to your target audience. Create an avatar of your ideal client, where they shop, their income, where they live, and many, many other factors. That way, you can figure out how to find them. Something really important, and if you don't have this, I suggest you figure out how you're going to have backups of everything. Is that you need two of everything. Cameras, lenses, flashes, um, maybe not two tripods. They don't break very often. <laughs> but everything's going to break down at least once. I was at a wedding and I had actually three cameras and three lenses and three flashes. And by the reception, I was down to one of each. And they weren't my favorite lens or my favorite camera, but I could complete the job and the clients were super happy with the work. The other insurance that you want is to back up your work on exterior hard drives and an online system. Everything will fail eventually. 
So however you're going to basically download and do your editing, always be backing up on at least two exterior hard drives and some cloud system. Trust me, if that's the only thing you get out of today's class and you do that, there's going to be a day when you want to send me flowers. And I'll tell you my address later if (laughs) you want to do that. (laughs) Just kidding. All right. Read and listen to lectures, books, watch Creative Live, uh, check things out from your local library on business, on photography, on sales, motivation. For me, also having a healthy, positive mental attitude, affirmations, that inner confidence, anything that can grow you intellectually, spiritually creatively, always be learning. I think one of the big reasons I'm still in business for 37 years is because I'm a lifelong learner. Also, another biggie, I think, is the importance of having a niche, figuring out what you love to do most and building your business on that. Something, of course, that you can discover that people will pay you for, Um, (laughs) you know, I get things and things that are fun to photograph that it would be hard to sell. But when you have a niche, it's easier to grow in that area, get a reputation, and market. If you're doing newborns and families and weddings and high school seniors, that's four different groups you're marketing to. So I find that most people, their business grows faster when they have a specialty that they're known for. Something really important, please, please, please listen to me on this. Don't spend time looking at other people's prices or business practices because you have no idea if they're successful or not. So many people look at the way others um, package things or set up their prices and think, well, they've posted it and I've heard of them or, you know, they look good. So, or they're my competition. So I need to price accordingly. Ignore that, please. Go back to the beginning. What are your goals? How much income do you need? What are you creating for people and pricing yourself to reach your own goals? Have a nice, simple website with a dozen or so of your best images. I find that most photographers who are newer have way, way, way too many photographs on their website, and it's hard to know how good they are or not because the least effective photograph is the one we remember. So it's better to have a dozen curated, different photographs, not the same family, not the same baby, that wow the person that logs in than to show everything you do. This is not a catalog. This is an advertising piece. Another thing I see is that people hide their contact information or even where they live on your Facebook, on your website, everywhere you can. Put your phone number, put your email, put your city. If you don't have a storefront and you don't want people showing up 
at your house unannounced, which I'm a, I have a residential studio, so I do not want people knocking on my door when I'm in my slippers. So don't put your address, but people need to find you. And do that on a website, do that on every page. On your Facebook, on that first, both your personal and then your business page, over on the left, put your website address. Don't make people have to go to about and about and click, 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 click. Make it simple. Also realize that everything someone finds about you, including your personal Facebook, which I believe when you're wanting to build a business, you're going to want people to have, you know, to see what you're doing on your, in your personal, as well as a page. Think about what you're posting. Uh, both post some great photographs and be careful not to post creepy things, political, religious. You're now in business and I know people who have actually severely hurt their business because of things that they posted on their Facebook and I respect their opinions. I just feel sad that it affected their their income. Okay. Don't expect to knock it out of the park right away. Be gentle with yourself, dear listener, and grounded in giving yourself time to succeed. A lot of us are hard on ourselves, including me. So the be gentle, I think, if you made a poster of that, (laughs) would support you in knowing that each experience that you have is a class. Every sale that you have, there's things to learn, whether it goes well or not so well. Okay, and another one, maybe this is number 19. Remember that the direction you start out going is very important. If you start building your business, doing activities that are pulling in cheap clients that expect the world from you, it's harder to backtrack and start going in the direction that will be more profitable and more fun. And as I've already stated, I think starting with in-person sales creates that foundation for success. Now, if there's something else you're planning to do and you've got a strategy and you've really looked at how much time and effort it takes to make an income doing that activity, great. Just don't imagine you're going to start out, let's say, selling digital files, and then be able to turn those clients into people that will give you thousands of dollars rather than hundreds of dollars per session. One little tip too is friends and family, for me, it's either full price or free because it can get really, really awkward and you can lose a lot of important connections in your life by doing business with family and friends. So they're not the ones you're going to build your business on. And they're also not the ones that are going to see you as the professional most of the time. So try not to get your feelings hurt about that. Never stop learning. I think I already said that. And and don't give up. Never, never, never give up unless this your heart of hearts knows that this is not right for you. 
Success is inevitable if you're willing to do what it takes. How much time it will take is unknown, but if you keep at it, you will be successful. Trust yourself. Oh, I forgot this one. Um, Find a high-end professional lab to print your work. A great lab will be your best friend. They will have sales reps that can guide you through things. When you're trying to work with different labs because of different products and things, quality control is hard. And also, you don't build that loyalty. You loyal to the lab and that lab loyal to you. Let's see. So, like I said, the beginning and the end of these are awkward for me. So now I'm at that awkward moment of how to finish this up. (laughs) So, So I will just finish it up by saying, I believe in you. You can do this. I'm here for you. If you want to reach out, reach out to me. I'm sending my heart and my love every time I get on this microphone because I dream of everyone fulfilling their highest calling and having a great time and a great life. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this episode and have a really, really awesome rest of your week. Bye for now. You have been listening to The Highly Profitable Photographer with Lucy Dumas. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, review, and share. To connect one-on-one and learn more about our coaching programs, just go to lucydumascoaching.com. Until next time, go have fun photographing and selling your work.